Hey, Grown Up Friends, a big thank you to so many of you that have already bought my new book, Launching Financial Grownups, Live Your Richest Life by Helping Your Almost Adult Kids Become Everyday Money Smart. This book was not easy to write because I had to get honest with myself about what was working with my teen and young adult kids and what was not working. And I also had to be prepared to share it with all of you. So first of all, thank you for your support and your wonderful responses to it. There's definitely some things in there that you may not have been expecting to hear. By the way, I got a lot of help from my money expert friends and also financial therapists and parenting experts. I am really happy with how launching Financial Grownups came out, even though it really was hard to be like I said, that honest, and um, it was a lot of work, but I really love doing it, and I'm really happy with how it came out. On that note, if you have not already, please pick up a copy of Launching Financial Grownups today. After you do, please share it on social media. Please leave a review on Amazon. Those reviews are super important because the algorithm picks up on them, and that can make the book a lot more visible to more people. So I truly appreciate it, and I really also appreciate all of your support. You're listening to Money Tips for Financial Grownups with me, certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, author of Launching Financial Grownups, because you know what? Grown-up life is really hard, but together we got this. Grownups, happy summer. We are going to break format a bit today because I have some important things that I wanna say about the financial markets and I hope that you will take them to heart. And I hope they're gonna make you feel better also. But first, I just wanna do a quick thank you to so many of you who have picked up my new book, Launching Financial Grownups. It is such a great graduation gift for parents of young adults and it also makes a great Father's Day gift. I am trying to get 100 reviews on Amazon, which doesn't sound like so much because so many of you have written in and told me that you've bought the book, that you love the book. But as of now, I am only in the mid 40s in terms of reviews. So I know you guys are super busy, but I am asking once again, if you do have just a couple moments, leave a review on Amazon. We will put a link in the show notes to make it super easy. I really need your support and I truly appreciate it. Okay. Now let's get to this week's episode and just a timestamp because many of my episodes are evergreen and I think a lot of the points that I'm going to make are evergreen, but I do want to just timestamp this for context. I am recording this Memorial Day weekend of 2022. We're going to talk about investing and the stock market and just a little bit about cryptocurrency and that kind of stuff. The last week, this most recent week was a bit of relief for us investors, but the last couple of months, things have been going down enough that people are legit worried. It's not just stocks that have been taking a big hit. Crypto has been taking a beating, and all of this while our lives are getting much more expensive. For example, gas prices are soaring, mortgage rates are climbing along with interest rates that we pay on all kinds of debt as our prices of seemingly all the things that we pretty much have to buy just to get through the day. And that doesn't count artificially inflated prices like on baby formula, which we're not even going to cover in this episode, but I just want to note is so wrong. 
For almost all of us, the pain that we are feeling as investors is personal. I know I log on to my brokerage account and I'm pretty tough these days, but this is the one, the one I'm talking about that upsets me the most right now is the one that has money for retirement, which is getting closer each day. And the number, especially knowing what it used to be, the times that I kind of happily logged on to pat myself on the back at what a great job I was doing. These days, the number is staggeringly depressing. It is so much lower than it was just a few months ago. I don't know about you, but it makes me sad. Just sad sometimes. Given that I am close to retirement than to my career beginnings, honestly, sometimes a little scared. And then I'm also thinking about the younger generation. We have a 22-year-old who just graduated from college into all of this. Now, he has been faithfully saving and investing money in diversified funds for a few years now, and he's been so proud and excited watching it grow, and we've been so proud of him and giving him so much positive reinforcement. And I find myself feeling a little guilty, like, wait, did I lead him astray? What if he wants to use that money? And it's smaller than it was when he first put the money in, and it would be my fault. Even though I know intellectually it's the right thing for him, and he's put in money that's for the long term, it just still, it just stinks. And I'm purposely not bringing it up to him because I don't want him to look or be upset. And even more so, I don't want him to do something about it. And so that's what I want to focus on. Should you do something about this? Because it is so hard to just watch. We want to do something. We want to take action. It feels so helpless to just watch. We're human. We have emotion. And even though we know intellectually that the only days that count when it comes to whether you win or lose at investing is the price on the day you buy and the price on the day you sell. It still stinks to see lower numbers. Even if you're up overall, we always sort of anchor our value of our stock accounts at the highest number that we've ever seen. And anything below that feels like a loss. When it's up, we feel smarter. We're proud of our decisions as if we actually control the markets in some way, which is ridiculous. But we still feel like we did something right when the market goes up. And we still feel that pang of failure when the number gets smaller and we just want to look away from the screen. And we are embarrassed sometimes because maybe we invested too much, we're too leveraged, or we chose the wrong investment, or we weren't diversified enough, or whatever, and we should have done something different and it's our fault and we're getting what we deserve, which is so not true. There's also some smugness going on. People who were kicking themselves this winter for missing out on the big crypto boom are now feeling, well, a lot better. They dodged a bullet. And had they invested in, say, January and sold in May, it would have been a brutal loss. All true. That doesn't account for people who had a different starting point. It's complicated. And the game is not over. In fact, part of the magic is that unless we're forced to sell, and I hope no one listening to this is in that position, we get to decide when the game is over. And so here are some things that I hope 
will make everyone feel better, especially for grownups who understood the risks and held steady even as they watched their accounts shrink, reminding themselves that this is part of where the risk feels real. And the return is not guaranteed, but it is historically reasonably consistent. So first, a short-term view. Things may be turning around. All three major indexes scored big gains in the past week, each rising more than 6%. Both the S&P 500 and the Nasdaq Composite broke seven-week losing streaks. For the Dow, it had been eight weeks of losses. And as bad as the month of May felt, heading into the Memorial Day weekend, the Dow and the S&P 500 were both about flat in May, and the Nasdaq was only down a few percentage points. And while the market has priced in Fed rate hikes of half a percent, there is some buzz that if they raise rates in smaller increments, that could spark more upside momentum. One other thing to watch, what are the hedge funds doing? They have been unloading holdings. So if the hedge funds start to buy in the coming week, it could be a positive catalyst for the markets. Possibly, we'll see, but watch it. And now a longer term view. The S&P 500's average annual returns over the past decade were close to 15%, 14.7% to be exact. That's pretty incredible. It does reflect some extremely strong years. I like it better than the even long-term perspective of 30 years, but let's also say what that is. That is 10.7%, maybe a little more realistic, so I wanna put it out there. Either one, though, is going to serve investors well. As for crypto... I have no clue where that is going and personally don't own any as of this recording. But what I do know is that it is becoming clear that not all cryptos will perform the same way and investors should be very careful and do a lot of intense research when choosing which kind of cryptocurrency to put their resources into. Bitcoin, Ethereum, and so on are so very different from some of the less mainstream cryptos. So please, my grown-up friends, tread carefully. Make sure you are aware of the risk levels if you venture into this still relatively new world. And finally, no matter where you are on your investing journey, I hope you shut down the screen at least over this weekend, but maybe a little longer and take a look around at your life beyond the numbers and not let those numbers define your life and your success and your happiness. We are all so much more than our balance sheets. I hope this has brought you some peace of mind. If you enjoy this podcast at all, it would really help me out if you would tell a few friends and take a few minutes and write a review on Apple Podcasts. I don't ask it often enough. I probably should do it more because it really does help new people become aware of the podcast and discover it and helps me to grow the audience so I can keep bringing you this podcast. I also love to hear from you directly. So please DM me on whatever social media works for you. I'm at Bobby Rebel on Twitter and Bobby Rebel one on Instagram, and I am newly on TikTok at Bobby Rebel. I also love to share money and investing tips beyond this podcast in my newsletter. It is now, at least for the summer, going to be twice a month, which I think is kind of the perfect amount to give everyone value without being overwhelming for you or frankly, overwhelming for me. This is a lot of work. So please, if you are not on the grown-up list yet, I want you to be included. I want you to be part of our community and I wanna help you 
live a richer life. So go to my website, which is just my name, Bobby Rebel, where you will see the button to sign up for the newsletter so we can include you. And by the way, while you're there, you can get all the resources from this podcast, including the show notes and full transcripts of every episode. I wish everyone a wonderful start to summer and sending good investing vibes to all of you on the path to being financial grownups. Thanks, everyone. Money Tips for Financial Grownups is a production of BRK Media, LLC. Editing and production by Steve Stewart. Guest coordination, content creation, social media support, and show notes by Ashley Wall. You can find the podcast show notes, which include links to resources mentioned in the show, as well as show transcripts, by going to my website, bobbyrebell.com. You can also find an incredible library of hundreds of previous episodes to help you on your journey as a financial grown-up. The podcast and tons of complimentary resources associated with the podcast is brought to you for free, but I need to have your support in return. Here's how you can do that. First, connect with me on social media at bobbyrebell1 on Instagram and bobbyrebell on both Twitter and on Clubhouse, where you can join my Money Tips for Grownups Club. Second, share this podcast on social media and tag me so I can thank you. You can also leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Reading each one means the world to me. And you know what? It really motivates others to subscribe. You can also support our merch shop, grownupgear.com, by picking up fun gifts for your grown-up friends and treating yourself as well. And most of all, help your friends on their journey to being financial grownups by encouraging them to subscribe to the podcast. Together, we got this. Thank you for your time and for the kind words so many of you send my way. See you next time. And thank you for supporting Money Tips for Financial Grownups.